Hi, guys. My name is Christy Neuberger. I am a senior health sciences major with a minor in theater. Um, so I've been with Crew for about three years. And believe it or not, my second day at Crew, or my second large group at Crew, I was shadowing a dude who was a senior who was about as close as like to graduating as I am now. And by the third week at Crew, I was running the soundboard. So I jumped in headfirst, and it's been an adventure ever since. Um, I threw like water damage to exploding speakers. We've really like dealt with all of the elements here. Oh, I was gonna set a timer so I knew I didn't go over. So, well, I'm gonna be a little off, but anyway, <laughs> it's been an adventure. I've also gotten to be able to play piano with the band, and that's been so awesome. I've gotten like so much confidence through that. It's been great, and I've been a part of Bridges which I have loved so much. And Dan told me to tell like a funny story from Bridges, and boy, I took like a, a new Chinese student who was here, she was like an international student, and I helped her move in. She was like new to the country and everything, and I was like, she was like really nervous, and we like got pho together for dinner, and she took like, it wasn't like a normal spoon, it was like a pho spoon, you know, and she like dipped it into the hot sauce, whew, all of it. I was like, I like spicy food, I can like, I can eat spicy pho with her, and I filled half of it with hot sauce. I created a fire in front of me. Like it was like a vat of, oh my gosh. And I'm trying to be like nice and listen and get her comfortable and literally I had to like go to the bathroom and be like, oh, like I, it was bad and I like was wiping sweat and mm, anyway, but it's been great. I also got to go to North Africa about a year ago um, with crew and I would highly recommend any chance you all get to do missions because it was life changing for me. But we came back the week quarantine started. So we went from North Africa to quarantine. I was like, what is happening? And I am not gonna go out on a limb here and say that maybe the majority of people in the room might say like, the past year hasn't been like the best year ever. <laughs> like, it's definitely not on my like top five. It's been <laughs> And I remember when they asked me to like do this talk, I was like, oh sure, okay. And I was like, crap. Like what do I say? Like, I'm in this period of my life where it's like, my confidence and my faith was a chart. It would be like, whew. I was like, what do, I, what do I say right now? Because like, this year's been hard. And I remember feeling like, I've just been punched in the gut this semester. You know, I lost a really good friend of mine to suicide a couple months ago. And then a little bit after that, I lost a really dear family friend to COVID. And I just, it, grief is hard, you know? Um, it really messes with your brain, and my depression got a lot worse. Um, and I just felt like I was walking through molasses. It was just like, I felt like it was like a gut punch, and I was like, I don't, I don't know how to function right now. Like, what do I have to tell people right now? Um, and I found myself isolating from God. Um, I was stepping back from things I should have been, like, running towards. I, like, wasn't in the Bible. I wasn't at church. Um, I wasn't praying. I wasn't, like, singing to the Lord, which is important to me. Um, I was isolating, and I feel like a lot of people in this room know what that's like. COVID has been such a great isolator, um, and it's hard, but I wanted to tell you about the things the Lord has been teaching me through this season, because it has been such a journey, and just the biggest thing I want to tell you is bring everything to God, like even if that's your doubt in him or your anger towards him, like bring that to God, um, and through this, this time, I keep coming back to the story of Jacob wrestling God. So I'm going to talk about Genesis 32. So this is Jacob. He's coming from the Lord having promised them that great companies of nations would come from him. And yet here he is. We meet him in chapter 32. He is in the desert 
with a whole lot of unfulfilled promises, a ton of fear, and a ton of anxiety. We meet him at this, like, pivotal point in this chapter where he is fleeing his father-in-law's house, um, who's been mistreating him, only to encounter Esau, his brother, who has vowed to kill him, okay? (laughs) So all of Jacob's, like, struggles and fear are about to be realized here in this chapter, okay? So I'm going to read from Genesis 32, 22 to 31. I think I'm in NIV, but I printed out, so I'm not sure. Jacob wrestles with God. Okay. That night, Jacob got up and he took his two wives, his two female servants, and his um, 11 sons and crossed the ford of Jabbok. And after he had sent him across the stream, he sent over all his possessions. So Jacob was left alone. And a man wrestled with him till daybreak. When the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip so that his hip was wrenched as he wrestled with the man. And the man said, let me go for it is daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. The man asked him, what is your name? Jacob, he answered. Then the man said, your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with humans and have overcome. Jacob said, please tell me your name. But he said, why do you ask me my name? Then he blessed him there. So Jacob called the place Peniel, saying, It is because I saw God face to face, and yet my life was spared. So Jacob here is literally in the desert, fleeing from his home to a brother he thought was about to murder him. He thinks this is his last day on earth, and he's riddled, and then God comes to him there. God meets him in the desert alone at night in his pain and anxiety and sorrow. And Jacob physically grabs onto God and said, I will not let you go until you bless me. And God is meeting me in my sorrow, okay? Like, God comes to you in those times. So I visited my family back home about a month ago when my depression was getting scary to me. And my mom kept telling me, you need to come to my ladies' prayer group. And I was like, sure. (laughs) And at this point, I hadn't been to church in like two months. And I was like, oh, like I, I came and I was like, fuming. I was like, I just, I can't right now. Like, I'm seeing all these people, like, praying and doing the Jesus stuff, and I'm like, I can't right now, you know? However, they were like, hey, Christy, what's up? And I'm like, y'all. And I just, like, everything. And I laid myself, and I was like, I, I was a mess. I was like, guys, like, I can't, you know? And I had these women who are, like, spiritual mothers in my life come and pray on me, which is not something I wanted at the time. <laughs> they were like, we're gonna come pray for you, and I was like, ugh. And I remember the Lord, like, literally feeling like I had this, like, wave of peace come over me. And it felt like I was changed. Like, I'm not saying, like, I'm better. (laughs) But, like, I remember coming to God in that time and being like, God, I'm so angry. Like, I can't pray to you right now. Like, you did all this. Like, come on, my dude. Like, ugh. And I was just, I was really that. And then I had these people pray for me, and I had this peace. And the Lord touched me that time. And I walked away feeling like, wow, I need to go back to church. And I've been doing that when I came back to Harrisonburg. See, God blessed Jacob when he was at his lowest because Jacob brought him everything to him. He brought the ugly, he brought the pain, he brought the anger, punching him, Lord. So I'm just saying, if you walk away (laughs) thinking about anything from this talk, just remember, go ahead and punch God, okay? Because, like, it's better that you're punching him and bringing that to God than anywhere else, you know? Like, God will bless you for that. Bring all of that to the Lord. It's okay to feel that anger. It's okay to feel those things. That's natural as part of a Christian walk. My mom kept telling me, Matthew 5, 4, blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted. And mourning comes with a lot of emotions, okay? But you need to feel those emotions in order to receive that comfort and in order to receive those blessings. 
bring it to God. If it hurts to pray, go and have someone else pray for you, okay? Like, go to a community church or go to a church community with that. But lastly, I want to tell you that with everything, there is a season. So I don't want to, like, spoil the Bible for you or anything, but, like, (laughs) after that chapter, Jacob, after Jacob gets blessed, he goes to his brother Esau, who's also been touched by the Lord, And what Jacob thought would be like the last day of his life turned out to be this loving, forgiving family reunion. This time when Jacob felt like completely hopeless, God redeemed into a perfect thing. Um, And so I'm not going to tell you, you know, whatever thing you're going through, God's, you know, like, it's hard to think like that. But it's true that there is hope even when you don't see it, even when Jacob was in the middle of the night. Um, So anyway, I'm going to read this quote from Michael Hoodman who is the writer of the Bible study that got me interested in this passage. He said, Jacob's wrestling with God at Jabbok, that dark night, reminds us of this truth, that we may fight God and his will for us. In truth, God is so very good. As believers in Christ, we may well struggle with him through the loneliness of the night, but by daybreak, his blessing will come. So, yeah, thank you all for your time. And if there's something that, like, particularly is interesting or whatever, like, feel free to talk with Ryan or I, whatever talk. Um, But yeah, thank you all so much. Thanks for tuning in and listening. If you want to find out more information on what you heard, you can check out our website at jmucrew.com.